Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Get Lit Podcast. I am your host, Becky Rabin, and this is your high vibe, no bullshit, fortnightly dose of inspiration, motivation, and empowerment to help you shush your inner critic, break through your limiting beliefs, build up your self worth, get out of your own way, and fearlessly step into your power, giving you the success and confidence to live your most lit up life. Through this podcast, we hope to give you actionable tools to take away and show you success stories that show you the way. This is for the dreamer, the believer, the go-getter, and the inspired. Time to get lit. Hello, and welcome back to the Get Lit with Becky Raven podcast, the place to be to become your lit up, most motivated, brightest, little lightest self. This is episode six, and in this episode today, I'm actually really buzzing to cover this topic because I feel like it has been an absolute theme of life with my clients, with myself, with everyone around me. I'm so excited this week because we are close, very, very close now to the Get Lit Live event next weekend on Saturday. We have over 80 of you attending. There is just a few more tickets remaining. So if you do want to join us and it's something that you want to put out there, it will tell the universe that you're ready to be your most lit up self, then grab them before they go. If you are scared of joining us or scared of coming on your own, please don't be. There are tons of people coming alone. We have some incredible guest speakers joining me on a panel during the event. And also, it is just going to be one of those things. It's going to be part of this whole process of this event and one of the biggest messages of this event. Do something take one step, take a little leap to show the universe that you're ready. If you have been thinking about coming to this event and you're putting it off or you're scared or you're just putting off spending the money and you just don't, you're resisting basically being your most lit up self. And if you really want to make a change, then come. We're going to have the most fun day. It is not going to be grueling. There are going to be barely any exercises for you guys to do or any like challenging hard work. This is just all about getting you guys motivated and ready to fully understand what it means to be your most lit up self. But as I've gone through this last few weeks anyway with this event, it's kind of been crazy. Um, The build-up's been crazy. I also have a ton of other projects coming along and I've also probably hosted about four events in the last three weeks. So things are kind of all over the place for me. And it really got me thinking about self-care. Now, self-care has such a fluffy 
aura around it. Um, self-care Sundays, self-care for your soul, go get your hair done. I think we can really like roll our eyes at the idea of what self-care is. And I'm not going to lie, I found this last few weeks like incredibly overwhelming. I've noticed myself getting caught up in things that have been adding to the overwhelm as well. So the more I've become overwhelmed, the more I've kind of been stressing about becoming overwhelmed and the more it seems like the universe has been preventing me preventing me presenting me with things that are even more bloody overwhelming so like I've just felt like this last few weeks that everyone wants a piece of me I've got so much to give and to deliver and to have to hold the space for in terms of energy I feel like the more I'm like craving time alone and I'm desperate for time alone, the more like someone will text me and be like, hey, Beck, can I come over? Or hey, do you want to hang out? Or hey, can we do a coaching call? Or hey, do you want to go for a meeting? And I've had this like urge to just be like, everybody, please leave me alone. And it kind of got me thinking. It got me thinking about this place that I was in, God, like two years ago and actually the last episode of the podcast that we did which was all about managing our stress and overwhelm it just really got me thinking about how we are tackling and handling true self-care because I believe there are six fundamental rules to self-care that will help change your entire life and more importantly not only change your life but they are fully what it means to be stepping into your power I I'm going to be addressing this at the event on Saturday about what being powerful really truly is what being in your magic truly means what living a life where you feel really lit up really feels like and often we talk about this this element of power and this like need for power and this desire for power yeah I think a lot of people don't realize that some of these things for self-care are you actually fully stepping into your power they are fully you telling the universe that you are ready to be your most lit up self much like buying a ticket to our event for for example so it kind of reminded me of two years ago when I radically changed my life like stress was just completely taking over I was doing what I love for work I'd left my full-time job I was becoming a personal trainer I was building my name up as a PT in the industry but I was also hosting influencer events and press events and building alternatively healthy and I was just doing too much I was training myself I was training other people and I was burning myself out there was zero zero self-care going on now there was self-care going on in the way that I thought self-care existed so I was getting my hair done all the time I was getting my nails done all the time I'd book myself in for nice spa treatments I was working out so I looked good those were all the things I used to define as self-care and they're great those things are great they are fundamentally a part of self-care they have a place and a role to play in what we call self-care I totally am an advocate of Jesus Christ if you're going through a really horrible time go book yourself and treat yourself a to a nice dinner or b to an item of clothing you love or c go book yourself into a hotel and have a spa day like I'm such a believer of that but I think we've got the understanding of self-care all a little bit wrong because self-care can mean so many other things and there are certain things that you can bring into your life 
that are more of a lifelong investment when it comes to self-care. I totally was like, right, cannot live my life like this anymore. I'm at burnout. I'm exhausted. I look successful on the outside, but I don't feel successful in the inside. Really, my business is crazy. I have no time management. I have no space for myself. I'm not getting any time for myself. I'm people pleasing. I'm saying yes to absolutely everything because I want to be here to give and I want to be here to serve. Now, I don't know, some of you listening might be coaches, you might be um, doing things in your life that help other people, some of you might not be. But naturally, anyone who doesn't or hasn't quite mastered the art of being lit, I think all comes down to our self-worth. So I've spoken about this quite a few times. And how worthy we think we are in this world, right? I think that is the root of everything. I think it's the root of why we play out our lives in fear. I think it's the root of why we worry about what other people think about us. I think it's the root of why we stay in relationships, why we're unhappy, that we're unhappy in, all because of our self-worth not being enough. I think that when we do start playing with manifesting and getting to a higher place in ourselves and things start changing very radically in our life, quite often our self-worth hasn't caught up yet. And so we haven't put the boundaries in place. So this element of self-worth, I sat down, I said to myself, right, something's got to change. I've just, I've got to start taking more time for me. And I played a little bit of an experiment with myself and I've spoken about this in some other podcasts and anyone who's a client of mine or in my close community will know that I changed my life completely. I slowed it right down and I started putting elements of self-care in that you may or may not have ever considered as self-care and they radically changed my life. So I started doing things like not setting my alarm in the morning. Now I understand completely understand that I have that pleasure of not having to be in an office nine to five. Now I totally respect that if you have to be in an office nine to five, that might be something that you can't do. But for me, and if you work for yourself, I have tons of work to do. I have places to be. I have people who want to meet me. I have deadlines. I have events. You guys all know, like, it's not like I don't work, but I put that boundary in no alarm. Obviously, my body always woke up at seven o'clock, but it was lovely. I also put the next boundary in of not leaving the house before I'd had at least an hour of chill time at home. Now, if that for you is you have to be out of the house for nine o'clock, then set your alarm earlier. For me, I put the boundary in of no meetings before 10 a.m., no gym before I'd been up and kind of potted around the house for at least 45 minutes. I used to get up and rush out the door. By changing that one part of my morning, by allowing myself space and time in the morning to not feel like I was running out the door rushing, set me up for the rest of the day. Set me up to not have to go out and rush. So that's my first step of self-care. Self-care is taking a little bit more space and time for you. It is doing things that allow you some time to yourself to just be, to potter around your house. It is also an element of putting boundaries in. Now, boundaries are so incredibly important. Boundaries are your space. They are your personal space. I had tons of people who wanted to meet me first thing in the morning. I had tons of people who wanted to go to a class with me at 7 a.m. Now, this boundary can go in so many ways. So step one to self-care is putting your boundaries in. Self-care is saying no when you need to say no. 
Self-care is not answering your phone when you need some space to yourself. Self-care is putting that boundary in place where you give yourself the morning where you don't answer your phone or you don't rush out to the gym or you don't go to that meeting or you don't start your day until a certain time. That time is so precious for healing. That time is so incredibly precious for growth. That time is your space. Now, I recently had this situation where I had a friend who was in a bit of a pickle and she was asking me if I could help her. And I wanted to help her more than anything. I really wanted to help her more than anything. Naturally, with my job, I have clients messaging me. I have friends messaging me. They all want my advice. They all want some help. They all want me to like help heal them. I love it. Now, this is the difference. I used to give from a place of not enoughness. I didn't think I was enough. So I wanted to people please everyone. So I gave them everything I possibly could. I was their shoulder to cry on when they needed me, even if they didn't want to talk to me when they didn't need something to cry about. I was the house that they could stay at when they had nowhere to stay. I was the person who answered the phone at 3am to go and pick them up. I was the person who always was saying yes to helping others. Now that's great. That is great. I love that. I live for that. That is my job. But what I realized, and this is something that happened to me really recently, actually, and it always happens to me, and I had to like wake myself up and say, Becky, you need to put that boundary in, is that is fine. Give, give to the world, answer the phone, be on your WhatsApp if you're giving to yourself and you're making time for yourself too. So this last few weeks have been crazy busy for me and I felt like literally I haven't had a second to breathe. Naturally, I'm a people person, I'm quite sociable, I have a lot of people staying at my house and I literally just felt like I had to turn around and tell five people that I was desperate for my own space, that they couldn't come over that that night, that I loved them to death but I couldn't see them for a couple of weeks, that I really wanted to have that business meeting with them but I couldn't do it until December because I was desperate for that space space myself. By putting those boundaries in, people will respect you. With my one-to-one clients, I obviously offer a lot of them the space to be able to message me whenever they want to be able to message me. I'm like, I'm here. You've got a question. You're worrying. You've got something going on. You need an answer for something. I'm here. What happened is, particularly when I first started business coaching, is I was giving them my absolute all. I was giving them my entire energy. I was replying to a WhatsApp every time they messaged me straight away. I was sending them five minute voice notes of helping them how to overcome that or write that letter or do this. And I was absolutely draining myself of my energy. Now, sometimes you don't even need to tell that person that you need space. You don't even need to tell that person no. You just need to put the boundary there. So I would then start changing the way that I responded to my one-to-one clients. I took three days to reply to them. I didn't listen to it straight away. Or I listened to it and I didn't reply. And when I did reply, I didn't say, sorry, I've been really busy. I just replied. I put that boundary in there and straight away they respected it. And they were like, sorry, if you're really busy, like listen to this whenever you want. And they wouldn't message as much. Now I want to be there for people. I want you guys, you know, like my mission in this world with my events, with this podcast is to help you as much as possible. But if I'm not helping myself and I'm not giving myself the space to fill up my cup, I can't give any more. And life is sometimes about being a little bit, it's not selfish, it's not even selfish, but doing things for you. So step one of self-care that will change your life is put some boundaries in place. If someone is draining your energy, don't tell them they're draining your energy. Tell them you might need some space. Tell them that you are going away because you need to fill up your cup or just don't reply for a bit. And when you do reply, don't say sorry for not replying. 
Give yourself that time. I want to, I want you to like challenge yourself this week to say no more to things that you don't want to do. If someone has asked you for something, says they want to see you, wants to go out, wants you to do something, wants you to like whatever it might be for you. I played with it for a week. Just play with it for a week. Start saying no more. Say no politely. Don't be like, no, sorry. But just be like, sorry, can't do that. I've got to do this today. And and detach the guilt from it. I've My friends now know that if I'm like, sorry, really busy, need the weekend to myself. And I know that if I just do one brunch with you, that's it. My whole weekend's out and I won't be able to do my work or I won't be able to fill up my cup or I won't be able to sleep. Say no a little bit more. Self-care kind of leads me on to step two of one of the most fundamental steps for self-care that I think is just so important is respecting yourself a little bit more and approving of yourself. We spend so much time, and I've covered this in other episodes, we spend so much time waiting for others to respect us, to do things that require other people to choose us or to approve of us. And that's fine. But are you approving of yourself? You have to respect yourself a little bit more. If someone is using you as a friend, and I have spoken to so many close friends about this, and I have been in this position so many times before, we all have that one friend that calls us, that needs us, that asks us for all our advice in the world, and you are just giving to them because you are love, you're a lovely person that wants to give, and, and you don't mind, you're not asking for anything back. But then you start to notice from that person that they're not really ever responding when you when you want something. Or you don't ever hear from them unless they need something. You have to respect yourself, otherwise people won't respect you. Say to that person, hey, listen, like, I'm going to be really honest with you. I feel like I give you a lot. I feel like I've been there for you a lot. And I seem to only really ever hear from you when you need something. I had to have that difficult conversation not so long ago. Um, And it was tough. It was so tough. But I had to message them and say, hey, hey, look, I got, they basically were messaging me and messaging me and messaging me. And I got to the point where I wasn't replying because I just felt like, gosh, it's so see-through. You only want me when you need something. And I had to literally respond and say, hey, listen, I adore you. Absolutely adore you. think you're a great person. No hard feelings. But I'm going to be really honest with you. I kind of feel like I only ever hear from you when you want or need something. It was so scary for me to say that, so scary for me to say that, but I had to respect myself and I had to be honest. And what came back was so amazing and so magical. And she was just like, hey, listen, I'm so sorry you feel that way. Like totally didn't realize I was doing that. would never want you to feel that way. Adore you, blah, 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 blah. And we cleared the energy. We cleared the air there and then by respecting myself. And actually this is going to lead me on to step three, but by respecting myself, she respected me too. Not only did respecting myself make the outcome feel so much lighter and nicer, what it did was it told the universe that I was ready to step into my power. It told the universe that I was done having people in my life that were just using me. Now, it it was come to a head for me because I do feel like with the nature of my work, a lot of people come for me for advice and I love it and I I, I love it. But what they don't realize sometimes is I can feel like, it's not their fault, but I can feel like I'm constantly giving. I can feel like I'm constantly being used. And by doing that, by saying that, it put that feeling out there to the universe that I respected myself. So it stopped sending me people who didn't respect me. It put that vibe out there to the universe that I respected myself. So if you want to be here, you've got to respect me too. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. This actually leads me on to step three. Um, and it's one of the toughest ones of self-care. I really think it is one of the toughest ones for self-care, but it's so powerful. And it really just follows on from what I said is speaking your truth. How many of you guys think something about someone and you don't say it, you don't say it out loud and you don't say it in a nasty way as in like, you don't think, Oh God, that person, like you might judge them. You might, you might have people that you really just dislike, but how many of you guys have something like a best friend that you've like been burning to want to tell them something about how they've made you feel? It might not be a best friend. It might be in a relationship. You might be like, you know what? I'm really unhappy in this relationship. Um, but I adore you and I want to make this work. But so many of us keep our mouths shut. So many times in relationships have I literally just been like, oh my God, if he does that one more time, oh my God, if he does that one more time, oh my God, if he does that one more time, I'm going to blow and I blow and it comes out of nowhere or how many times I have been in a relationship where I've kind of been like really quiet about the 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 things that I expect or the things that make me feel safe because I was so scared to appear needy or so scared to appear, appear like I wanted too much from them Speaking your truth is one of the power, one of the most powerful ways to tell the universe that you're ready, that you respect yourself and that you are in your power because that is truly what being in your power is. I'm going to be talking a lot about this at the event, what we truly mean to be in our power, what it truly means to be lit. But one of the art of being lit, one of the main things about being lit is that you are so in tune with what feels right for you, what what you love doing, what is important to you, that you are able to speak your truth to others. Tell them how you feel. Or if someone upset you, tell them how they made you feel. Tell them it really upset you, that you care about them, you love them, you don't understand why it happened, but it really made you feel a certain way. Ask them why. You don't have to sit in that, you made me do this, you did this to me, you did that to me. Say to them, hey, look, this is how I'm feeling right now. This is what I'm into. Or this is what I'm feeling right now and I feel like perhaps the way that you communicated that way with me 
has triggered me in this way. I understand it's my trigger, but I would just love to know why you did that. Speaking your truth is so powerful, guys. So, so powerful. Step four. Now, this is one of my most favorite steps. And again, something we're going to be really talking about at this event. And I'm not going to go into too much detail on it because if you want to hear it, you should come to the event. But self-care is about getting out of your way and stop controlling everything around you. Oh my God, do I get in my own way? And even with the event on Saturday, I had massively got in my own way. We can get so caught up in controlling our outcomes through this through this fear-based mind th- mindset that I've spoken about in our other episodes. We control the outcomes. We think that by wearing certain clothes, by buying certain things, by having a, a certain amount of people attend our events or buy our tickets or listen to our podcast, we can control the level of success we're having. All of these outwardly measures that we think define our success. Or we might be working on a project. We might be working on a project. This is so true for me. We might be working on something and we go crazy trying to figure out the answer, trying to figure out the best way to execute it, trying to figure out the best way to be in our power, trying to figure out the best way to market it, trying to figure it out. All of that is controlling. All of that is getting in your own way. All of that is stopping you from truly being the person that you want to be or know you can be. When we're trying to figure everything out, we're trying to control everything, all we're doing is getting in our own way. When we're questioning how we're going to do something, what it's going to be, how successful it's going to be, all we're doing is getting in our own way. Even with the event, I spent weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks trying to figure out what the hell I was going to talk about. I was asking everyone, I was scrambling, and then they said to me, Becky, God's sake, this is your vision, this is your thing, you've you've spoken on all your podcasts, you've hosted many events, you've spoken on many panels, you know exactly what you're saying, stop stop it, get the hell out of your own way. Self-care is giving yourself time and space to get out of your own way and stop controlling everything around you, which comes with trusting a little bit. Trusting in what, that every, everything connects, everything that's meant to happen happens. Everything that is meant to be will happen. A baby always grows into an adult. We, like a flower always grows into a, a fully bloomed flower. We can sit and control so many outcomes as we possibly want to try, but all we're doing is getting in our own way. There has to be an element of trusting and surrendering. There has to be an element of believing that there is something out there that is making things happen for you, whether you like it or not. So self-care is sometimes is just releasing the need to control all the outcomes and surrendering. The moment I started this, even this last few months, and I did it at the beginning of my journey, but I forgot, just asking the universe, how can I help others? How can I be of service? What would you like me to do? Rather than like, how many people have bought a ticket? What am I going to gain out of this? Everything changed for me. So self-care is about getting out of your way. Stop controlling everything and everyone around you and just let things be a little bit more. Offer it up. See where you're meant to go. Trust that no matter what happens, everything is meant to happen. Everything is meant to happen. I've spoken about this in so many, so many different podcasts. If something bad happens to you, I promise you there's a reason why. There's a learning, there's a learning element to it. There's a growth to be had there. There's a place inside of you that needed for that to happen. It might be rerouting you in the right direction, not the wrong one. So just trust, just trust a little bit more. 
So my next one, um, and this one might seem a little bit like out there, but I honestly have to say, I think it's probably one of the most fundamental steps of self-care that I changed from probably literally January this year. I noticed I'd got myself in this, like stuck in a bit of a rut with my friendships. Um, and actually a lot of the, lot of them was me just getting myself caught up in my lack, in the negativity, in the gossip. I was kind of letting it all be a bit of a fueling I I had no boundaries, essentially. I had no boundaries and no respect with some of my friends. So I felt like I was constantly getting used. I felt like there was a lot of gossiping and drama. And I just felt like they weren't real friends. And I was getting caught up in situations and environments with the nature of my work, where you're surrounded by a lot of people who want to know you because of who you are or what you do. And it's kind of all in that space. But anyway... I promised myself I'd spend more time with people who lit me up. Now, I am so grateful and so blessed to have so many incredible friends. I have my uni friends still. I have my school friends still. There's a close network of us. I have my, like, I have an amazing group of close people who I recently met by living in the area that I live in and doing the work that I do who have become, like, sisters to me. And then I have also met some incredible people in my line of work who are doing very similar things to me. And it really became something where I was like, I'm going to spend more time with people who make me light up. And this is one of the most beautiful elements of what happened with Get Lit. Now with Get Lit, the the, the whole thing was not actually about creating a community at first. It kind of was, I ticked the box. I was like, you know, we're going to create a community, but it was really more about giving the resources and sharing the message. And as it unfolded, the Get Lit community is actually the biggest element of of joy that comes out of this whole thing is almost the whole reason why everyone wants to be part of it is because we are introducing people to people who are on the same level we are introducing people to people who are all coming to an event on their own because they want to step into a new space of their life or they've reached a point in their life where they're done going out and they're done drinking and they want to be more and their friends don't understand that or they may have reached a point in their life where they're a little little bit more open to a spiritual side of things and their friends aren't there yet now that doesn't mean you have to get rid of your friends so for the first part I was like right I'm done you guys aren't serving me And then what I realized is I just needed to spend more time with the people who lit me up. Maybe spend a little bit less time with the people who didn't. I removed anyone who was dimming my light. I just stopped seeing them. I wasn't rude. I just stopped going to events and certain places where I knew that I'd be kind of in that like bubble. And I started to dedicate my energy and spend more time with those people who were lighting me up. Now, anyone who is in the clique who is listening to this, you guys will know that like you've created incredible friends from people in the clique. It's kind of given you a space where you can like hang out with people who are all on the same page with you, going through the same struggles with you when it comes to building a business or or not really having an idea yet of what they want to do, but knowing that they want to do something or generally just someone who wants to light themselves up. You guys have made friendships that have like lasted forever. And I really noticed, I remember going for lunch with a few of the girls in my industry who are going to be at the event on Saturday as well. And I walked away feeling so goddamn lit up. I felt so self-cared. My heart was so full. We sat there. And one thing I, I have to say, actually, I have to know is for me, one of the biggest things I've always tried to hide is my spirituality. I'm a very spiritual person, as you guys know, and I'm trying to make it a very accessible thing. But I do think that I have friendship groups that take the piss out of it or they don't understand it. And I still love them. I still love them. They're not there yet. They might not ever there be yet. And I have no judgment to them. I adore them. I go out and I have fun with them. I've been friends with them for 20 years and we just completely talk about life, real life, like things that I still love and I still enjoy. 
But I went out with these girls and we sat there the whole day reading tarot cards, having crystals out and um, just talking about coincidences, synchronicities and just spiritual stuff. And I kid you not, I have never walked away feeling more lit up in all my life. And that was when I was like, Jesus Christ, these are the sort of people who normally I would be like, guys, sorry, I'm really tired. I've had such a busy social life. I was out all weekend. I can't see you today. They're the sort of people that I would have normally bailed on just because I have so many great friends that I was like, oh, you know, this is work. I don't know. I now try and spend as much time with those people as I possibly can because I cannot believe how much it has changed my life. Guys, honestly, we grow, we evolve we learn so much about ourselves. And if there is something inside of you, I know now when I go and hang out with my schoolmates, not really to talk to them about the moon or crystals. And I, it's not because I'm like scared about it. Like I'll talk to them about it. I own it. I'm like, hey, yeah, I got a moon workshop. You're welcome to come if you want to. Like I don't hide it, but I just know that's not, that's not what I'm there to talk to them about. We talk about other things, other things that I still feel good about. But I have to say to you guys, if, the, if there is something you can do that will really help you step into your power, again, it tells the universe you're ready to be your most lit up self. It sends more people your way that are on your level. Don't be afraid to spend time with people that you genuinely walk away from feeling like, Christ, that feels good. I feel good. That is self-care. Self-care is not going to bunch with people just because you feel like you need to, just because you want to be in their crew, just because they're popular, just because they might make you more popular. That's not self-care, guys. Self-care is spending more time with people who light you up who make you feel like you can be your truest, most, most authentic self. Literally recently, I just went away with Kirsty and Megan and Wendy, um, who were at the event on Saturday, and we went to Soho Farmhouse, and we did this most amazing spiritual releasing rituals. I've never really done any of that stuff before, but I can't tell you how at home I felt. I just felt so at home, burning all the things that I wanted to get rid of, like listening to them tell me all the intuitive things that they felt like they wanted to tell me. I cannot tell you, I cannot tell you if there is one of these steps that you should do, it should be implementing spending more time with light, with people who are going to light you up. It is one of the best things I think I could ever have done when it came to my self-care. And the last and final thing is doing things that make your heart full. How many of you guys really spend time or know what it is that makes your heart feel really full? Now, I'm going to be really honest with you. For the most part of this year, I got really clear about the fact that helping others made my heart full. It truly made my heart feel full when I see a post on Instagram from someone saying like, you've changed my life or like, you helped me do this and or like, I can't believe it, but I've been dealing with this my whole life and you finally just helped it click. It makes my heart full. I live for it. I strive for it. I swear on my life that is exactly what I'm here for. But I'm going to be really honest with you. By making my heart full, by helping others fill up their heart, I forgot what actually made my heart full. I forgot that dancing made my heart full. I forgot that laughing made my heart full. I forgot that doing yoga made my heart full. I forgot even what it was that made my heart full. I wasn't filling my cup up from myself. I was filling it up from others. Now, serving is unreal. It's amazing. Giving to others is amazing. But if you're not doing things that fill your heart up, and if you're not leading with your heart, and you're not listening to your heart, you can't possibly live a life where you feel like you're looking after yourself. That, like Self-care is sometimes about putting yourself first, and it was a real honest truth that came up for me literally even weeks ago at this retreat that we did. 
I put my entire heart into my business, like full on. My heart is right there, right there for all of you guys in this podcast, in the events, in the all healthy stuff, in business coaching. It is so there. But I'm not leaving any of my heart left for other things in my life. My whole heart is in my business. How can it be in a relationship? My whole heart is in my business. How can it be there for myself? So I ask you and I beg you to like get clear about what makes your heart full. Is that walking? Is it drawing? Like my job started as my hobby. It made my heart full and then it became my job and I love it and I'm grateful for it every day. I'm so lucky to be doing what I love for work and it never feels like work. But I have to remember to do things that make my heart full. So guys, I ask you, I beg you, I just push you a little bit to question where are you putting elements of self-care into your life, true elements of self-care. Now, don't get me wrong, you all know me. I still get my eyelashes done. I still get my hair done. I still go on holiday, but that's not true self-care. Self-care is saying no more. Self-care is approving of yourself. Self-care is stopping control of outcomes and things. Self-care is spending more time with people that light you up. Self-care is speaking your truth. Self-care is putting your heart first. It's putting you first, guys. Please, please, please start understanding, particularly if you're in business or you're, you're just busy and you're running around all the time or you're people-pleasing. The biggest form of self-care is doing things for you. It is the It is the only way, it is the truest way to step into your power and tell the universe that you are ready, that you are here to be your most lit up self, that you are done dimming your light. That's what true power is. That's how you shine your magic. So I hope that helps you. I hope some of this has resonated with you. Um, I can't wait to see any of you who are coming on Saturday. I am just so excited for this event. Um, And yeah, just sending you guys positive vibes vibes lots of love and i'd love to hear how you guys are putting a little bit more boundaries and self-care in place for you this week so thank you again for listening be sure to rate and review us be sure to check us out and also if you really enjoyed the client session last week do apply i want to hear from you guys i want to make this a bit of an agony aunt space for you where you can ask me all your burning desires but until next time lots of love and litness you have been listening to the Get Lit with Becky Rabin podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Please feel free to head to beckyrabin.com to access my free downloads that come with this podcast. Plus head to either my profile or the Get Lit Inc. profile on Instagram to share your stories, lessons and breakthroughs with me because I want to hear from you. If you're a business owner, expert or entrepreneur, head to getlitinc.co.uk to find out more about how we can help you grow your business. In the meantime, please do rate and review our podcast so that we can bring you more motivational witness. Thank you so much again for listening. Go get lit, hun. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.